The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James. I am so excited to have you here with us today on the Unity Online Radio Network because we are going to do what we do every Monday at this time. We are going to explore the concept of developing a life of peace every day. Can you even imagine a life of peace every day? Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. How amazing does that sound? I got to tell you, it feels amazing just saying that. And I want to tell you that, yes, it is possible. You can have a life of peace every day. And we bring the guests and the programs right here to help you navigate that in your own life. Today, we are honored to have a wonderful guest with us, Paula Neva Vale. She is the owner and founder of Wellness Inspired and has been selected as Empowered Woman of the Year for 2019 by the International Association of Top Professionals, IAOTP for her outstanding leadership and commitment to her industry. Paula is the author of the book, Why Am I So Happy? She is the TV host, TV and radio host of the show Choices, Finding Your Joy. Paula was also selected as IAOTP's Top Wellness Coach of the Year for 2017 and Top Female Executive for 2018, for her success as a female entrepreneur who empowers and inspires professionals across the globe with her positive message and outlook on life. With over a decade of professional experience as a Reiki practitioner, teacher, and in the health and wellness industry, Paula has certainly proven herself as an accomplished professional and expert in the field as a dynamic results-driven leader. She's a mother and entrepreneur. Paula, it is my pleasure to welcome you to the show. It's an honor to have you with us. Oh, thank you so much. I am so honored. And, you know, the the words of, of your intro and your show, yes, we can have peace. I just love that. I just love that. You are just so beautiful. And we have met before, and I just, I just think you're awesome, and thank you for inviting me to your show. Oh, you're welcome. I think the world of you, too. It's, it's amazing what the universe will do when we open ourselves up to happiness, how it will unite people, and I'm always honored to be in your presence, and I'm so excited to share you with our listening audience because you are doing some marvelous things for mankind and for the planet, and I, I want to say and ask a question because um, there's your bio, there's so much, there's so much to Paula Vale. Let me just say that. But <laughs> something that always, I think, uh, part of your story, and I want to start at the very beginning with your birth. And I love how you describe that, you know, you have a reason to be happy every day. 
And I really think, myself included, that we as a people, when we become grateful for every second of our breath, boy, just that, just knowing that. I, I want to ask you about your birth, but before we get to that, I just I, something just popped in my head that a few months ago on this show, I talked about how I do an act of gratitude every morning when I first wake up. And I remember one day waking up and out of clear blue, I opened my eyes and I was excited about the fact that I can blink, you know, without having to remember it, put it on my to-do list, you know, count to 30, it just, it just happens automatically. And when I hear your part about just being happy for your birth and thankful for being alive every day, it humbles me and just realigns me with the universe and my purpose. Tell us a little bit about what, why you're so happy. What was so miraculous about your birth and your being with us on the planet? Yes. Yes. And you know, the, the details of, of my birth and what happened really filled me with a grateful heart. I was a premature baby in the 50s. I was less than three pounds. My parents were told, do not expect her to survive the night. They had someone come in and give me my last rites. But I survived. I survived. And so my whole life, I have been grateful for my life. I have felt I was meant to be here. God wanted me to live, source, and I am going to be grateful every day of my life. And something I talk about gratitude a lot in my book, Why Am I So Happy? Because I really believe, you know, as you, every morning, when we start our day with a thought of something we're grateful for, it affects our whole day. It really, really does, doesn't it? It really does. And I got to tell you, I'm so passionate about your birth because I have two children, both of which were high-risk pregnancies. My daughter in my third trimester, they told me she didn't have any legs and didn't have any arms. And, you know, that's a lot for mom to hear. And yes. she was born, legs and arms. She graduated from high school and was a cross-country a runner, top one of their top runners for cross country. Oh. And my son was born with the umbilical cord wrapped around his throat, around his neck. And both of them are just thriving uh, young people. But I can tell you that not a day of my life, even when I'm at my most fr high frustration with the both of them, <laughs> do I not yes. thank God for yes. the birth of these children and the miracle that he showed me. I mean, to be told on your third trimester, and she was born two weeks after that with two legs and two arms. But this is by, and I was seeing a high-risk doctor and all of this. So these were top professionals. And they couldn't find it. And, you know, they did the ultrasound and all that. And they couldn't find uh, arms and legs for this little girl. And, boy, you can call it a miracle. I definitely do. But it sparks gratitude in me. Even, like I said, I could be so angry at her because, you know, they're teenagers, young adults, and they do what the young adults do. <laughs> But I can't help but look at her and just see the presence of God all over her. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. And isn't so it such, no, oh, such a fact that, you know, for everyone, our listeners, our audience today, each and every one of us, the fact that we're alive today, taking those breaths, having the creation of the moment in our life, that really is something to celebrate, isn't it? It really is. It really is. And that's why I think the title of your book, Why Am I So Happy? It makes me smile 
just saying that, I can't help but smile. Why am I so happy? Because if you're not happy when you read the title, you can't help but get like a little grin on your face when you say, yes. why am I so happy? And it makes you think about all the what. It kind of reverses the question for us, doesn't it? Because we're so accustomed following the culture to find something to complain about. Yes. When we look yes. at the world as from a position of lack. Yes. Yep. Instead of what we have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What made you name title the book that way? It really, it was really simple. I have been asked that my whole life because I'm someone that loves sharing a smile, loves uh, doing an act of kindness. I was 27 years in the restaurant business. I loved my customers. I loved serving them. And even as the owner of the restaurant, when I bought it after several years, I still loved busing tables because I'm serving my customers. And I was always asked that. And a big part of why I wanted to write the book was I do share uh, personal experiences and challenges I went through in my life, such as being bullied in school, uh, losing uh, my husband to uh, illness and complications. Actually, he became ill and had some very painful surgeries and got addicted to the pain pills. And I lost him. And so I share various challenges I had. But I, I did that because, you know, so many people have challenges. And they're difficult. But it doesn't mean we can't be happy. We can move on. And Really, I think gratitude is a big key of that, but it really was an easy choice to name it that because I've always been asked that, but we can be happy because really I firmly believe happiness is a choice we make every day. It is a choice we make every day. Happiness is a yeah. choice. And I love the fact that you, right off from the very start, you start off by saying that you wrote this book, Why Am I So Happy?, People and you, the title came organically because it's the question you've been asked your whole life. And I know people would think, well, she hasn't had the trials and tribulations that have shown up in my life. But in the very start of the program, you say, look, I had these things happen to me. Yeah. And which, mm -hmm. you know, I say that rain falls on the just and, uh, and the unjust, meaning that. None of us are going to get out of this journey called life without getting sprinkled by rain. And some of us are going to get plummeted yes. by showers and storms. Yes. But happiness is a choice, isn't it? It really, really is. And really, when we have, you know, horrible, difficult challenges in our life, it really gives us a different perspective to the good things in our life. You know, the caring things and you know, I just was, uh, I do uh, live positivity points on my Facebook, and I was just chatting yesterday, and I mentioned my seven-year-old granddaughter. We were in the car, and she said, when I get older and I get my first pet, I'm going to name it Paula. I call that a priceless compliment. And oh. we can receive those things in our lifetime or, or an act of kindness from someone. And, oh, my gosh, those, those are priceless. Oh, my gosh. 
they are these and you know I, it's so interesting we're kindred spirits because i do a facebook or instagram live i try to do it as often as i can at least five mornings a week and this morning i talked about these acts of kindness and you know this literally simple thing such as just a smile when somebody passes you you never know what they'll yeah. do for another person i know i have had periods in my life where a stranger just smiled at me and it's been something that's held me and kept me for the entire day just you know that someone saw me and they cared enough to share a smile with me and it really is priceless it really is priceless yeah. why do you think and this is a question i ask myself why do you think we're so geared to not make the choice of happiness? You'll hear people who say things would be going really great. For example, I have people where wonderful things are happening to them and they'll say, well, you know, this good streak can't happen for last for long. The other shoe's going to fall or something bad is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Why are we so accepting of the non-happy disposition? I believe it's, you know, there's several things that, that I, you know, kind of put a wall up or, you know, we let them become a barrier of our happiness when really they don't control our happiness. But things are such as we say, let's say we have a goal we're working for, which is a beautiful thing. But we may tell ourselves, I'm not going to be happy till I've reached my goal. I have to reach my goal to be happy. When you can have happiness while you're on the way towards that goal. And you know what? You also, if you take the time to be happy in that moment, you are opening yourself up to a higher vibration and positivity that may manifest something for you that is even greater than your goal. And then there's also this point. One of the other things I talk about in the book is, you know, happiness, we can allow others to decide if we're happy or, you know, if they approve of us or if we've done this or, you know, others don't create our happiness. We do. It comes from inside us and we do have that inside us. So really, you know, with having that negative attitude, it can also be fear or it can be uh, insecurity I, well, I guess I don't deserve to be happy or, you know, I have to do this and then I can, you know, loving ourselves and realizing and appreciating ourselves for the unique, beautiful person that we are really can be life changing as well. Yes, I agree. And I love how you talk about we're depending upon a lot of times external things happening to create an mm -hmm. internal conditioning. And it really is quite the opposite. Wouldn't you agree that this the internal internal conditioning that creates the external environment? So yeah. if you create happiness from the inside, it, that energy, that's a high, high um, energy. Yeah. And it will infuse <laughs> the world, the, the world beyond self. So waiting for a yeah. condition to occur is very, very dangerous because we know that Oh, gosh, the world is dynamic. You know, something's and it's happening at its own time, waiting for that. Why would we want to postpone our happiness? Couldn't we decide to be happy right now, right now, in the midst of whatever's going yeah. on, right? Does this I think sometimes also, too, that people feel as though if to get happy in the midst of a struggle is almost like accepting the struggle. 
You know what I mean? Saying I'm okay, I'm okay mm-hmm. with the struggle, that I don't want to do better. And it's quite the opposite. It's saying that I am participating in the solution. I'm already celebrating yeah. the solution, the end, before it gets here. And we're called to do That's what faith is, right? We're, we're already yeah. seeing the solution and we're walking in that with our happiness before it shows up in the external physical world. So very important, I think, for us to get that and, and make that choice, you know, to make the choice to be happy. So I can already tell that you believe that yeah. gratitude is important. How do you think that gratitude plays a part in a person being happy? Oh, I, I think when we choose to be grateful for what we have in our life, I really, we can't help but be happy. <laughs> How do you not feel good when you think, oh my gosh, I have this. And like, oh, here's an example. I mean, just little things in life. Uh, you know, I, I was on a mission trip in Africa last year and the, and the beautiful students I met and the places I went, but with the things you see, you can find gratitude in just putting groceries in your refrigerator and with, um, you know, meeting someone. I made so many wonderful friends. You can find gratitude in uh, an experience you have from someone or the compliment, but what that does, it changes the direction of your thought. And, you know, our thoughts, they they set the direction of our emotions, everything. Our thoughts are so powerful. And it really can be something like creating a habit. Every morning, I'm going to think about what I'm grateful for. Or as I sit and eat my lunch today, I'm going to think about something this morning that I was grateful for. And let's say you are struggling, then let's think about something you're grateful for that happened to you a year ago or an experience or a person you're grateful for. And that will change your vibration from sadness towards happiness. It's just such a powerful key. It's perspective. Thank you. We are the gratitude girls, aren't we? (laughs) We we really are. We're kindred spirits, I'll tell you. I I love it. When when you were talking, something popped in my mind. And I've been a pharmacist. This is going on my, my 30th year. And when I started off as a young pharmacist and I had an opportunity to work with a pharmacist and she, we were talking about paying bills and I was in so much student loan debt up to my eyeballs, drowning in it. And I, you know, I kind of dreaded sitting down and having to write all, all these bills. And I said to her, she was, had, she was a seasoned pharmacist, been around for a long time. I said, oh boy. I said, you know, going home this weekend, I said, I got to write all these bills. And she goes, I love writing out my bills. I was like, what? She goes, yeah. She said, I'm from a country where... Uh, there was not much work available. She said, and when I, she said, I get excited writing a check for something and knowing that in this country, I put that money in the, I got direct deposit and I can write this piece of paper in the, she said, and you know, I have the money to have this and I can pay. She said, the whole system just fascinates me. Yeah. And if that didn't change my perspective from writing bills forevermore, mm-hmm. just boy, thinking about that. doesn't that show us that really, we can find something to be grateful for in just about everything in our life. You know, if we right. just look at that. Right. It's just, it's a, just a matter of shifting how we see things. <laughs> yeah. Like we can find joy in the most mundane circumstances, even in tragedy. 
even in tragedy, we can find the most, and, and we, you know, I'm not saying you're going to be jumping up and down, but you can, you can be grateful. I tell you, I've had health issues and I've been grateful for the physician staff and I've been grateful for insurance and just anything, you know, just to, to keep my energy high. You know, mm-hmm. grateful that I could walk through the parking lot. We can find it's a matter of shifting our energy and I really shifting our focus. And I encourage our listeners to really uh, work on that, which is why I do the act of gratitude. You talked about just a moment ago, you, you yeah. hit on the subject of having a set time to practice gratitude. Maybe you're going to do it first thing in the morning or you're going to do it at lunchtime. And I do an act of gratitude. I talk about it on the show all of the time. First thing in the morning, the first three things that pop into my head, I write down on an index card, which I keep in my in my nightstand, a new card every day. And I write down the first three things and I get actively engaged and being grateful for them. And I, I move energy. I get excited about those three things so that when I have a day and I have these days quite frequently, like everybody else, when something is looks like it's not going my way or going terribly wrong or I'm being accused of things that, you know, at work, having power that I don't have, being able to do things that I can't do. And just, you know, how we just feel stress and things are coming on us. I pick that card up and instantaneously I switch my focus. And I have those things written down. I don't have to try to think of them in the midst of the storm. I already have three things ready. That, that are on my gratitude card, that I that are my go-to. And I encourage re- our listeners to really get in the habit of shifting your focus as a way, getting into a space of gratitude, enhancing your happy in life, because this, this is what this journey is all about. It really is. When we're happy, we, we are better to ourselves and we're better to others. Mm, so true. So, now, so true. I got to mention but, uh, one other thing. Oh, I got so much to talk to you about, but... Tell me, what is this whole thing? Tell our listeners about you in Times Square. <laughs> what happened in Times well, Square, Paula? <laughs> I know. And that's a perfect example of manifestation we create. When I started doing my, my show, my attitude, you know, it was just, I just want to be a positive, caring energy in the world and you know I wanted to end the shows with love hugs blessings and at first I thought oh everybody's gonna think I'm a weirdo if I tell them I love them and then I said I just have to be Paula I do love them I do love love everyone and I just you know started doing my shows and I was approached um and put in on the front cover of a couple New York City magazines one was the one women of distinction I was on the cover and through that article I was contacted by the Newswire about my Times Square uh, picture, putting my information. I did not have to pay for that. It was free. They do so many free ones a year, and I was chosen. And when they first said, we'd like to put feature you in Times Square, I was like, oh, I'm going to be like an 8 by 10 picture in a window somewhere, whatever. I didn't ask questions. I just sent a picture and the information, and I just said, I'm grateful for whatever they do. I'm just grateful. I didn't ask any questions. I did say, can you send me a picture? And when he sent a picture the day they put it up and I saw that it was eight stories, (laughs) I could barely breathe. But that is, you know, you know, when we just, I believe, live with caring, compassion, gratitude, and love, we rise and 
things manifest for us that we don't even ha- I had never dreamed of it. It had never en- entered my mind that I would be in Times Square. But this is the manifestation of vibrating on the energy of happy. I got to say that. Yes. It is the manifestation yes. of vibrating on the energy of happy. And this is why, yes. I mean, we don't know, like, them out. Because when you do your part, and your part really is service with a smile. I worked in the restaurant industry for many years when I was in high school and college. And you said you Mm -hmm. you worked in the restaurant industry as well. Maybe that's where part of this comes from. I don't know. But I remember service with a smile. Service with a smile. And, uh, you know, back then, well, of course, service with a smile increased my tips. (laughs) And But it became so easy to, because it was that service with a smile philosophy was lighter. Yeah. It was easier. It was, you know, uh, there was no heavy heaviness on you when you when you're when you're angry. If you take a moment and and look at that, I mean, and of course we all experience all the emotions. But when you hang on to bitterness, it's heavy. It's on your shoulders. Yeah. It makes you tired, sluggish, right? It doesn't have a light gaiety yeah. to it. And I know from working in the restaurant industry, all my feet after being in class all day in the long hours and when I had service with a smile, when I gave service with a smile, my night went by faster and my customers were nicer. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's so, so true. It's, as you said, people feel our happiness and really we get connected to happy people. And it just it just raises the energy for everyone. Yes. It does. It does. So that's how you ended up in Times Square, because, you know, you manifested that and even greater than that with your with your happiness, with your energy. Just doing Mm -hmm. like you said, you got to be Paula. You got to be Paula. And it is contagious, just like the reverse is contagious. Reverse is contagious. I uh, was listening to something that Maya Angelou wrote one time. She or she was in an interview and she said that a mother's uh, expression her disposition is contagious. When she walks into the room, she can change the energy of the room for her entire family. You know, they say if, if, if yes. mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, right? And that's that, because that is that a powerful energy, statement. Yes, it is because her energy is mm-hmm. contagious. Happy yeah. energy is contagious. It may, so do if you can't do it for yourself, listeners, do it for those loved ones in your life. Really make the choice of happiness because I know that it'll do great things for you. But a lot of times, I know we as women, we can do something for somebody else so easily. And then when it comes to mm-hmm. ourselves, we're like, oh, I'll get around to it. <laughs> this is how, how we're wired sometimes. And we're going to talk about that right after this break. We're going to come back and talk about uh, more recognition for Paula and happy right after this commercial break. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James and our fabulous guest today, Paula Neva Bell. And we're talking about her recognition. Uh, She's done wonderful things for the universe and for 
Mankind. And we ended with talking about Speak Magazine. You were a featured author in Speak Magazine. Yes, yes. And I actually just received my copies of the magazine today. (laughs) The shipment arrived. I'm on the cover and I am the featured author which is very exciting to to talk about my book. Why am I so happy? And I'm actually, it's a great magazine. I'm actually in three magazines this month. I'm just going, oh my gosh. I'm on the cover also of the International Fitness Fashion Magazine, which will be out in a few days, and then in the Empowered People Magazine. So very excited and, and very grateful for that all three magazines were you know they approached me and I'm I'm really grateful I see New York best-selling author in you I gotta tell you I see I see that in you so you're just doing wonderful work and congratulations on on that but I do I see that for you because for your fabulous work that you're doing and we cannot have enough um, people reminding us to choose happiness to choose happiness and of yes. course some of your other work is also in line with that because you are a master reiki practitioner what what inspired you to become that i i began doing reiki about almost 13 years ago and it was for a beloved pet my dog Shotzi was ill and someone told me i should learn reiki and i did and i just fell in love with it and so I've been practicing it for years. I teach it. I love teaching. I'm actually teaching at a retreat in Sedona, Arizona next month and at a retreat in Oregon in October. And then I teach, I have a class this weekend. I teach at my office quite a bit. And all my uh, class and teaching information is on my wellnessinspired.com website. Uh, and I just love it. And for me, it's, it's life changing it. And it just goes along with being positive and having a positive mindset and a, you know, compassion and love and caring and what that does for us emotionally, physically, and then sharing that with others. It's, You know, we couldn't be more blessed than to be a server for others. I've always said I have a server's heart, and I I will say that forever. I I love it. Well, I think you're in some wonderful company when you say you have a server's heart, because that is truly the highest form is is this service. You know, we come to serve, and when we serve, that's how we have all of this wonderful energy. That's why I see you as the New York mm-hmm. Times bestselling author because when you when you have your hands open to give, that's the, the most purest way to receive is from that yeah. energy of, of giving. So it makes all of the difference. And that's the cycle of love. That really is the cycle of love. Each one of mm-hmm. us giving. And I remember when I took my marriage vows, uh, oh my gosh, so many years ago, but one of the things that the uh, premarital uh, minister said to us in those classes he said well as long as you are focused on service to the other person and never seeking to uh, 
take and put yourself first, which goes against all the principles of the world, <laughs> really. But mm-hmm. he said that was the way to find the most happiness in a marriage because you know, there's it's a marriage and there's interaction with two people and there's room for heartbreak and all that stuff. But when you have your eye and your actions geared to service, where you're focused on giving, and that mm-hmm. improves every relationship, whether it be work, uh, spousal, raising children. That improves every relationship, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I, I believe when we give to others, we gain oh so much more in return. The gift we give ourselves when we help and we serve and we care about others. It just it is, it's a beautiful cycle and it just creates positive energy, love and caring and manifestation for everyone involved. It really does. Yes, it, it, it really does. You're so absolutely right about that. So you've always said you have a service heart. You have a service yes. heart. On a day-to-day yes. basis, in, in, in the thick of it, you know, doing your normal routine, what does that look like? Oh, I, I with my show... Uh, doing my show, I have that goal with my book. What I my goal is to to help others find the happiness that's theirs. And I'm one that I do a lot of things for animals. Uh, I do a lot of fundraisers, and I've given Reiki to animals. I've given Reiki to the homeless at a local homeless shelter several times. I'm always trying to do for others. Uh, I've helped feed at the homeless shelter, but I just, I think giving and being compassionate is, is a great gift for not only the world, but for ourselves. And it's funny, like with my restaurant, you know, occasionally a, a customer would come in that, you know, might not be in a bad mood because, you know, there are times when someone really is looking for something to not be happy about. But you have to think, they, they, I'm going to help them is, would be my attitude. I wouldn't get irritated. My goal would be to put a smile on their face. And you know what? I, am, I almost always succeeded. And for me to see my customers laughing or smiling and thanking me, it, it just made me feel good beyond words yeah <clears throat> that that energy you're right beyond words because we would be amazed mm-hmm. at how much doing a good deed and it doesn't have to be out of our comfort zone too i think people get that confused is they think they have to really be put out to do good for other people mm-hmm. and i think that is what really stops people from service because they feel like well i'll have to do something that I don't enjoy doing and being service and that, and I don't believe that's true at all. Whatever your passions and gifts are, if you serve in that compassion, that, that capacity, yeah. then that's just wonderful because you're giving from the highest place in you, you know? So it doesn't have to mean, oh, well, you don't normally, I mean, you don't have to go out and be a um, volunteer firefighter, you know, that's service to mm-hmm. the highest degree, but that, if that isn't your passion, that's not where you would be giving from. So, I don't want that to be a stumbling block for people when in, in the act of service because we talk about that a lot yep. and it's so very important. Give where you can, you know, grow where you're planted, so to speak. I remember that slogan from a long time ago, but it's so yeah. true when it comes to um, this act of service and really that being the way 
to happiness. And I, I was in Kansas City, Missouri this past weekend, and I happened to see a T-shirt. I didn't buy it, but it talked about um, happiness is not a destination, right? And I can't remember yeah. the other end of that T-shirt, but I thought to myself, happiness, happy could almost be a noun. Is what you are, mm-hmm. you know. It's, yeah. it's just what you are. It could just be like a noun. Yeah, you know, you could you could make a declaration. Each and every one of us could make a declaration that we are happy. Happy the noun, yeah. you know, just that's what we are, and not and that yeah. wouldn't stop things from happening, but it would shift the energy around those things. And I bet you. I bet you someone could do a study on this that we would they, they wouldn't be as intense. The intensity would be lessened around the things that the undesirable things in our life. If we adopted yeah. this, I am happy. It, it would be less. It would. It, I, I can assure you. So now we talked about the restaurant business, and of course, um, I was only in the restaurant business for about a year as a student. But you went on to own the restaurant where you worked, I believe, as a college student, right? Yes, I started working uh, in college. I had my whole life figured out. I'm going to be an accountant. This is what I'm going to do. But I fell in love with the restaurant. I fell in love with serving my customers. And then I became manager, and then I bought it. So I was in that building for 27 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And do you want to hear the story how I was able to buy it? It's yes, like a miracle. Here's just another example. Here I was all those years I'd worked it. I had managed it. But I, you know, I was a single mom because of my husband passing, raising the kids, working long hours. But the kids, I brought them to work with me quite a bit. We had an apartment upstairs. It was a large restaurant. We sat about 200 people. And the kids, it was like, we're going to buy it. This will be our family doing this and the kids were like yes you know they loved it but you know with what my history was I didn't make a lot of money you know we barely got by I had saved a little money for the down payment but the gentleman that was selling it who had promised me I could buy it he had some other people interested and they were offering him more money and so he told me I needed to get a bigger down payment Well, I went to the bank and, you know, I really had never used credit cards. I had just paid my bills and, you know, used cash. And they said, oh, sure, little girl, you want to buy a restaurant? Ha, ha, ha. And and they said they wouldn't give me a loan. I, I was heartbroken. I had worked all those years. That was my dream. And I was like, is this just not meant to be? You know, I just asked. God, is this not meant to be? What should I do? I'm just, show me. And a couple of days later, I was chatting with a couple of my favorite customers, and they always sat in a booth. And uh, the husband asked me, Paula, when are you going to finish up and buy the restaurant? And I said, well, it looks like I'm not going to buy it. And he said, why? And I told them. And a few days later, knocking on the back door at my restaurant with his accountant with all the paperwork and that man co-signed a loan for me to buy the restaurant. I was their wow. favorite waitress. 
And say, yeah. And a year later, I got him off the loan and everything was great and things moved on. And but I mean, what that did for my heart. Oh, my gosh. My goodness. You will definitely be New York bestselling author. Mark my words. <laughs> the energy surrounding this degree of happiness this degree and you could substitute good in there if you want to but I love the word happy because who doesn't want to be happy there's not one listener who does not want to be happy and I just want to harken back to something you said in the beginning of our time together you when I ask why isn't it that we don't all choose happiness and one of the key things you said was fear people are Mm -hmm. afraid right and isn't it so sad that Fear keeps us from the blessings attached to happiness. Fear, yeah. fear is uh, fear is a powerful, powerful tool, you know, but it's not powerful in the direction that we want to move our life. So that's substitution for happy in really working on the giving nature, the giving nature, because that's how you receive. Right. I find another thing that keeps people from being happy is the focus on lack. There's so much focus on lack. It's all around yeah. us. There's a lack of resources. There's a lack of love. There's a there's a uh, you know a lack of safety. The the sensation of lack is yeah. uh, promoted all around us, and it's a drudgery. And people just feel like I have nothing to be happy about because I'm so focused on lack. When we live in yeah. a universe of abundancy. Mm-hmm. Right. There's abundance here and get focused on that. And it'll change yeah. your perspective about everything. You know, oh, it'll change yeah. your perspective about everything that will help us with this gratitude and this happy and have have everybody being. I mean, it's such a blessing to be asked the question. Why are you so happy? Could you imagine? Yeah. Why are you so happy? Instead of why are you- yes. And I. Uh-huh. I can be in a store and hear a song I like and I just start dancing and it's like I don't care if if I I look funny. I don't care. I'm loving that song. <laughs> I'm just gonna be happy. Oh. You know, when we decide that we're gonna choose to be happy, we're gonna focus on what makes us feel good and give ourselves our own happiness triggers and we don't worry about what others think. Boy, we set ourselves free. We really do. Yeah. When we decide not to worry. This is, you're, you're seeing so many. Paul, I got to tell you, I absolutely love you. I, we've, we've been together on many occasions in the past. And you mm-hmm. say some very profound things in the most simple and loving way. That it's almost Thank like, you. how could you not? How could you not want this? But our energy, everything that we do is so impactful in the universe. We don't have time to let someone else's opinion about our happy behavior diminish the display of our happiness. You know, and I so, my daughter and I went, this was years ago, we were outside, it was raining, and I thought of that song, I'm singing in the rain. And so we had our umbrellas and I said, let's try to do this dance thing. Of course, we couldn't do it. You know, when they jump up and they click their heels together. But, and we were outside walking and I just thought, this is the best feeling in the world to really be able to feel free enough to just be yourself, to be the happy part yeah. of you. Not to have to pretend that because there are some things not going right 
and that is true in anybody's life. There are some things that are moving in a direction that with our natural eyes, we are just questioning like, what, why is this happening? But to still hold on, to still yeah. anchor on to that happiness, because that's what's going to take us out of that situation and move us to a higher level of good in our life. So not focusing on what other people think. That is so, oh, it's, and I know we teach our children that, don't we? In, in grade school, don't worry about what other people think. And then we become adults and we start worrying about what other people think. Yes. Amazing. Yes. It's amazing. So you, um, we talked about everything. Let's talk about thoughts and our thoughts and how they are more powerful than our words. What do you mean by that? Your oh. thoughts are more powerful than your words. That's a statement that you've made. They, they are. Our thoughts direct the words that we speak. Our thoughts direct the movements we make, the choices we make. Our thoughts direct our emotions. So our thoughts are so powerful. And we have the power to decide what our thoughts are going to be, what we're going to focus on. It's, it's not that emotions create our thoughts. It can affect them, but really our thoughts are the anchor and the direction. And, you know, our thoughts can, things that can slow us down is thinking about the past or I wish I would have done this or this has happened. And we, as we progress through life, we cannot change our past. But... We can change how we view it, and we can choose the perspective we take from our life's history. And after we choose that perspective, we can choose the direction of our path going forward. So we could say, I am grateful for this in my life. I choose to be happy. I am going to have a smile on my face. I'm going to, when I go to work, I'm going to look at my favorite thing about work and let that put a smile on my face. I mean, we can choose those things and that is going to direct us. And that's also going to open up for more happiness to come. It really is amazing how that works, isn't it? What we put out, we create. So we can realize every morning when we start our day, what, where I direct my thoughts, that's what I'm creating. That's what I'm asking for. And really, that's pretty exciting. That is so exciting because, you know, we're so powerful. And, oh, my gosh, uh, I thought about this little game I've had. I've been in healthcare most of my life, my adult life. And even when I was in college, I worked part-time and restaurant part-time and in in um, grocery stores and part-time and hospital pharmacies and all that and I can remember having some jobs that were very hard and I would make a game out of it and I encourage people you know visit revisit the child inside of us it'll make your day so much better you know we're not too old for a game of um, hopscotch or all that stuff we <laughs> used to do. Revisit the child in you. Play games with yourself. I used to play a game of, you know, how long could I stay in a certain space or how long could I um, 
smile during this particular point of my day. I'd play these kind of games. And when all else failed, I became so happy about, gosh, I got two hours left. I'd get happy about that. God, can you believe mm-hmm. it? I made it six hours in this environment. Just find something to anchor your star to that makes your soul smile and puts that smile on your face. Because I agree with you. Our thoughts are so powerful. It is what we think about that comes out of our mouth. You know, there's something, uh, you know, in in the word it says about, you know, uh, um, our thoughts. And if if we have evilness going on, or I guess we could say sadness and darkness in our thoughts, it's going to come out of our mouth and that's going to penetrate our universe. And that's what we're going to get more of. So go to the source get happy. One mm-hmm. of the things that I like to say too is hang around happy people. Yeah. Right. Find some happy yes. people to be, to hang around with. And if you're not there yet, just get in that circle and keep your mouth shut until it starts infusing <laughs> on you and then say something. You know, I talk about yes. in my book, I wrote a book, Freedom is Your Birthright. And I talked about when I made the decision to stop having negative conversation Gosh, it was a while, but while I would, I'd get in conversations and I wouldn't say anything. I'd be around a group of people and I just, I couldn't think of anything to say. So I would just be quiet and awkward. Become comfortable with being awkward until you become comfortable with being happy and letting that flow out of you just everywhere because it's so important. Now, we are almost out of time and I want to stop for a second because the work you do is so very important and I want to give our listeners an opportunity to find out how they can engage with you, how they can connect with you, what's going on and where you're going to be. And just give us the whole story. (laughs) Thank you. I invite everyone to go to my website, wellnessinspired.com. You can read about me. You can read about my book. Why am I so happy? You can, uh, Sign up and receive my special gift, uh, Meditation, which I wrote. It's a mind expansion meditation. You can also read about the book I'm a co-author in, America's Leading Ladies Who Positively Impact Our World, with, uh, along with Oprah Winfrey and Melinda Gates and others. It's on Amazon in ebook right now and paperback uh, soon. My book is... Why Am I So Happy is on Amazon for pre-order. But you can learn a lot about me at my website, and you can email me. And when you, when you buy my book and read it, I would love any kind of input. Uh, please email me or ask me any questions. I'm, I'm, I'm here. So I, I just want to say I'm honored to be able to share with everyone. And uh, my website is the best way to find out more about me. And also I am going to be in an upcoming film documentary. It's called Imagine a World. And it's based on the saying, be the change you wish to see in the world. So um, that's due out next year. Oh, wonderful. Imagine the world. Yeah. Imagine a world. Yeah. Now, who was that? Gandhi, this is be the change you want to see. Be the change that we want to see in the world. And that's important. We all know that we feel better when we are around happy people. They make us feel better about Mm -hmm. ourselves. 
So let's be that which we desire to be around. Nobody gets up and say, let me find the most grumpiest person in the world. That's where I want to spend my day, right? So let's not be that person. Let's be the person who says, you know what? I come today to shed some light, to share a smile, to share the best parts of me with those around me. It will make a huge difference. And truly, I think that we are so connected and we just, our energies match because everyday peace, that's what it's about. That's how you have the yeah. sense of wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. It's in the happiness. It's weaved into the fibers of, of the smile. It's there. It's there. And I want to ask this last question. We got just about one minute left. With all that you're going that, that you have going on, how is it that you manage to maintain balance and peace in your life? I would say because it, I do have a crazy busy life, but I I look at that as a blessing, and I take the time every morning to say my affirmations, my prayers, and to just be grateful that I'm sitting there that morning and what I have in my life and the opportunity I have for, for going forth with my day. I, I just, I think that's a key. I just think gratitude and love and compassion are really a, a key to how I balance my busy, crazy world and challenges that may come up. I, I, that's the key for me. Thank you for sharing. This is Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. We have been privileged today to have the world-renowned, I'll be the first to say it, maybe, the world-renowned New York <laughs> Selling Best Author. I'm speaking that into existence. Paula Neva Vale with us today. Gratitude can balance your day. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Thank you for being Everyday Peacemakers. We absolutely love you. Have a great week. Thank you. Love you, Energy Sister. Love, hugs, and blessings, everyone. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.